the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Nice to have you with us on our Answer Network, 98.9 The Answer in Columbus and 94.5 in Dayton. We will be telling you today about the greatest display of valor and courage in the history of any country anywhere. It is the 78th anniversary of D-Day, and... I am absolutely amazed every time I watch a movie about D-Day or I see a depiction about D-Day, do research on it, uh, because it epitomizes in so many ways uh, what was right about our country, why our country now suffers so much in so many ways, because we do not have the attitude, the sacrificial attitude that we had during World War II, where uh, women went to work in factories, men were drafted up to age 50 for the duration of the war. So a little historical perspective coming today as um, we pay what I think is fitting homage to the greatest generation um, that stewarded us a country that um, we're doing our best collectively because we're all Americans to screw up. So uh, we will keep you abreast of the news of the day and the circumstances that occurred over the weekend as Columbus City Council's ready readies tonight to put in place more processes that will make the violence that gripped our city over the weekend more commonplace. We had uh, two teenagers die in a shooting over the weekend. Tonight, City Council will move to do what it calls uh, demilitarization of the city's police force by limiting the use of equipment uh, like rubber bullets, wooden bullets, tear gas, helicopters, armored vehicles, all the things that you employ as a police force to quell civic unrest like we had here and like so many cities in America had and the aftermath of the riots following the death of George Floyd in 2020. So we have record violence in democratic cities across the nation. We have rampant car thefts in neighborhoods across the nation up on schedule for 10,000 in Columbus this year. And I would argue that the reason we have all this is because if you're a criminal or predisposed to criminal activity, what consequences do you face if you get caught? 
I've had policemen in Columbus tell me, and I have no reason to believe it's any different in Cincinnati or Dayton or Cleveland, that juveniles steal cars, get caught, and laugh, and laugh at the police when they take them to the juvenile detention center, saying to them, we'll be back on the street in an hour. And certainly they are. The other thing I would say that is not separate from the crime issue in our country is the inflation issue in our country. And we'll talk about inflation and how you can battle it, manage it, hopefully keep it from eviscerating your retirement savings with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management at 1230 today. But I don't think you can separate crime from the cost of goods. Because when gas, and it's soon to be over $5 a gallon in Ohio, the analysts say it will be there by the end of next week. When gas is over $5 a gallon, and when the cost of gas, and diesel is way higher than that, nearing $6 a gallon, getting goods to market becomes more expensive. I was in a home supply store today and was just looking at potting soil and couldn't believe how much potting soil is. The last time I bought it, admittedly, two years ago, (laughs) during the Trump presidency, you could get a two-cubic-foot bag for $10. Now you can't get a one-cubic-foot bag for $10. You can't. It's not possible. And so... What's the impact of the cost of gas? Well, if you're a breadwinner like I am, it introduces anxiety. You're always thinking about, how can I pay for this? Will we be able to pay for this? You get a repair around the house, sump pump goes out, lawnmower malfunctions, car needs to go into the shop, and you're astounded that what used to cost X now costs XX. Why? Because... Those parts, those products had to get to market somehow, and most likely they got there via an over-the-road trucker. So when people have to pay more, they worry more. When people worry more, they stress more. When people stress more, they're on edge. I was at a fast food restaurant up the street from our studio here last week. Drove in at, uh, let me think again. Uh, it was about it be quarter to two, okay? So not not peak hours. Drive-through line around the building. Okay, no problem. I'll go inside. I went inside. There were four people standing at the counter. I'm like, hey, I made a good choice here because there's like eight or nine people out there in line. It took me 25 minutes to get a burger and fries from a fast food restaurant. And it was interesting to watch the body language on the people in the line with me who were ordering in advance of me or waiting after me to get waited on and to get their food. They became progressively more agitated. Now, nobody pulled out a gun, nobody shot anybody, but these are the kinds of situations where you're stressed about money, you're stressed about prices, you want what you want when you want it because we are a society of immediacy. You go to a fast food restaurant, you're trying to save time, you don't have time to sit down in a restaurant, you're on the go, you want to order off the value menu and you want to get going, and you can't, and maybe somebody says something to you in that situation and it aggravates you, and you can see why. America is a very unhappy place now and is a tinderbox waiting to go up. Over the weekend, we had 
more mass shootings. Chattanooga, Philadelphia, entertainment districts, late at night. Yeah, you can write it off and say, well, you know, they're out partying and these uh, kids or whatever. But I do think a lot of stuff that is happening and a lot of stuff that will continue to happen is related to the fact that there's nothing in our country right now that appears like it's on a good track. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Bruce, have you seen the jobs report? End of last week, phenomenal jobs report. Unemployment was at 3.6%, the lowest in 50 years. Hourly earnings are up 5.2%. The average hourly wage in America is $32 an hour. We added 390,000 jobs. Now, these are the numbers that would tell you, hey, we are rolling, brother. They were right. We're bouncing back, roaring back from the pandemic. Those numbers suggest a national optimism. Is that what we're experiencing? Are we experiencing national optimism? Uh, Not according to the latest ABC News poll. The president's job approval rating on gasoline is 27%. Again, I ask when the numbers come in and you say, wow, that's a bad rating. I don't look at it like that. I look at it and go, who are the idiot 27% that approve of his managing of gas prices? Inflation, how he's handling that. His approval rating is 28%. There's one additional idiot joining the gas thumbs up crowd. His approval rating on immigration, the economy, and taxes is at 37%. His approval rating on crime is 38%. (laughs) So according to the lowest unemployment rate ever, everybody ought to be working and the highest wages ever. Everybody ought to be making lots of money. But the problem is we ingrained bad policy during the pandemic. We sent out $1,400 checks to everybody during the American Rescue Plan. Remember when I called it the Ruin America Forever Plan? We ingrained in people's minds that the government will give you money and you don't have to work. So while we are at 3.6% unemployment, labor force participation is at its lowest rate since 1978. People are depressed. They're in a malaise. They don't believe in the country. They don't believe in the leadership. And this leads to anxiety, and anxiety leads to even worse forms of unrest. Interesting weekend. A lot of people at my church and elsewhere that I ran into were willing to talk to me, wanting to talk to me about the Columbus Metropolitan Club luncheon last week where I uh, talked about House Bill 616, why I think it's needed. And the more that I peruse headlines and the more that I research these kinds of topics during June, which has been uh, stolen by the LGBT alphabet mafia as Gay Pride Month, uh, the more I realize how nefarious this agenda is for kids and the more I realize how pervasive it is in society and the more I realize that once you shine the light of truth and logic on it, it's just stupid. 
Matt Walsh has a documentary on the Daily Wire, which I watched with my daughter over the weekend, called What is a Woman? What is a Woman? We complicate issues. We talk around issues. We sometimes forget to like go right to the simple question. The simple question Matt Walsh asks a lot of people in this documentary is, what is a woman? He asks people on the street, people at a women's march. I mean, if you're at a women's march, you'd think you'd know what a woman is, right? He asks a women's gender studies professor at the University of Tennessee. He asks doctors, medical doctors, who operate on children, who eviscerate them and cut on them and forever change their lives about what is a woman. He didn't get much of an answer from anyone that makes any sense who's on the pro-LGBTQ side. We'll play some of that audio for you today. But I wanted to talk more about the economy and how I think it's driving a lot of the crime, a lot of the desperation, a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the uncertainty in our world. Joe Biden's going to pay a price for it. The Democrats are going to pay a price for it in the midterm elections. But he's still going to be the president. And his policies, he's still going to have, you know, the pen and phone that Barack Obama left him. I don't think Congress can, I know Congress cannot force him to drill for domestic oil. As many gains as the Republicans will make in the House, they're not going to make enough in the Senate to have a filibuster-proof majority. There's no chance, or excuse me, yeah, there's no chance to have not a filibuster-proof majority, but a veto override majority, which takes three-quarters of the Senate. They're not going to get that. So these conditions are here to stay for a while. Hunker in. As I said, gas analysts are expecting $5 a gallon gas in Columbus next week. We are already, and I assume you are too, thinking about every trip, every mile we drive. I need to pick up some paint today. Which It's funny how the whole Joe Biden ineptitude touches everything. Got a paint store right on my way home from work yesterday. I stop in. Nobody in there. Great. I timed it perfect. Go up to the counter, ask for the type of stain that I need, and I note that it's on sale. Great, 40% off. The sale price is what the regular price was two years ago. The sale price. It's 40% off. What does that tell you? It's gone up 40%. Why has it gone up 40%? Got to be truck to market. What's gone up 40%? Or more, diesel prices. Gas has doubled. From the day Joe Biden took office to now, it's more than doubled. More than doubled. Okay, so I go up the counter. All right, well, we got to have it. Big grad party coming up. Got to have the deck looking good. Don't have it. Don't have the uh, base to mix it in. Don't have the base. Like, like your, all your solid color deck stains come from this base. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't have any. Call around all over town. So again, the cost is crazy related to Joe Biden's ineptitude. The lack of availability is related to Joe Biden's aptitude. And I I talked about the poll numbers and people, you know, approve of him on the economy, 37%. And I'm like, who are these idiots? Well, uh, some of them uh, work for the Columbus Dispatch. Although I guess, you know, now that I've been corrected by Anna Staver, Last week at the Metropolitan Club luncheon, when I was asking her about the dispatch writing nothing but negative stories about House Bill 616, her defense was, well, I don't work for the dispatch. 
I'm like, huh? Your byline's in the dispatch all the time. You cover the state house for the dispatch. I work for the USA Today network of reporters. Oh, okay. You should be a gender studies professor. Your logic makes every bit as much sense as the audio I'll play for you soon. Uh, But the Dispatch Today is running a story. It's hard to come up with a positive spin on a USA Today Suffolk University poll that that says 43% of voters say their standard of living is worse than it was four years ago. I'm raising my hand for that. 41% believe their financial situation will deteriorate in the next year. I'm not in that group because I believe that God will provide as he has provided. Because that would be living with no faith. Roughly 27% rated Ohio's economy as poor. Well, I'd be in the minority there. I would be way, way on the uh, higher end of that. I think that number should be transposed. But that is more than twice the number of people who felt that way in 2018. Businesses are struggling to recruit workers. Because we've ingrained in their minds, well, I just sit on my butt. COVID, 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 right? COVID's going to kill me. COVID, COVID, COVID. And besides, look, I got a check from the government, $1,400. They stopped making me pay my rent. Uncle Joe will take care of me. Sure it will. I love how they carry water for Joe Biden in the media. Listen to this paragraph from uh, Columbus Dispatch conservative assassin Haley B. Miller and Doug Livingston. Economists say COVID-19 relief funds distributed in 2020 and 2021 sped up and eventually overheated the economy as people had extra money to spend. Actually, economists don't say that about 2020. They don't say that about 2020 at all. They say it about 2021. In 2020, the stimulus was seen as a way to keep the economy from crashing totally when it got shut down by people who were terrified of a germ. President Joe Biden's critics have placed the blame on him. Well, you have to be a critic to place the blame on him. Although stimulus checks also went out under former President Donald Trump. Man, oh man, the people are working so hard to prop up this feckless, inept president. People aren't stupid. They know. They know. I can't believe Haley B. Miller allowed Lori Bartell of Columbus to be quoted. She said, the president we have is killing our beautiful country. We have forefathers who died in the war to make this country as beautiful as it has been. And it's just going downhill in every way, shape, or form. Yes, it is. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.